Systems work, people fail. Welcome to InsureMark's Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser, where we share proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor. Today, it's essential that advisors find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats as Jeremy teaches you how to build a more successful and sustainable business while realizing a better work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable. Can you believe we're wrapping up the first two months of 2022? Where's the time gone? Hey, and while there's no pressure, what have you done so far this year? Well, welcome back to Jeremy Hauser's Advisor Mentorship Podcast. I'm Patrice Sikora, and Jeremy, this year promises to be a special one for you and your wife, Christina. Do we have a baby update here? We do have a baby update, and I didn't tell you specifically before this, so what do you think, Patrice? What do you think I, the gender is? Oh, for heaven's sakes, I don't know, but I just pray that the baby is healthy and Christina's doing well, too. Well, the baby, the baby's healthy. All things are well. We'll have a new baby girl that yep. will be here at the end of July. So Patrick will have a sister. Oh, congratulations. So, yep. We're, we're ecstatic, very excited about the upcoming uh, ventures of having two children here by the end of 2022. And it wasn't longer than three minutes that my wife brought to my attention about weddings and other things that females need. <laughs> that males don't have. Uh, Excuse me, you have weddings. You just don't traditionally, as the parent, have to worry about them. But Not uh, on my dime, though, but yeah. (laughs) So we're we're very excited about about that part of it. And and as most of the people who listen to this podcast are advisors, so obviously later that night, um, and actually, if y'all didn't hear, catch it the last episode. So Christina ended up having the results mailed or emailed over to the hotel we were staying at. They put together a cake. And so Friday um, on the 18th was actually our five-year anniversary. So we ended up cutting a piece of the cake and sure enough, the cake was pink icing. And so everybody was ecstatic. Um, The people at the restaurant had no idea what was going on. (laughs) So (laughs) so, uh, out outside of that, um, like I said, within three minutes, she reminded me of all the financial obligations we have now. And necessities, as, not obligations. They are okay, okay. necessities. Okay. So, and I'm, I'm definitely uh, far from being a girl dad, but I think I'll, I'll adapt quickly. And uh, as I was laying in bed later that night, all I could think about was all the financial necessities that are coming up in my near future. So, but we're very excited. That's fantastic. Congratulations. But speaking of financial necessities, that means you want your business to uh, do pretty well, succeed, huh? So how are things I, going? I would, I would say so, but the, the good theme of the podcast and as things continue to prosper here for 2022, um, and actually you, you mentioned it earlier, so we're two months in to 2022 and already last year was a record-breaking year for my team of advisors. So I'm very blessed uh, not only just being married to a, a fantastic woman, but also I have such a great core group of advisors that I work with across the country. So last year, the advisors were up over 24% year over year from 20, uh, 2020s groundbreaking numbers. And here already this year, so I knew it was going to be a steep ask, but uh, going into 2022, we're just two months in 
to this year, and already the team's up 15%. So I'm very optimistic of what the results are going to be for, for 2022 with those uh, advisors that I work with, and as we add new advisors to the fold as well, too. What do you credit the success to? Really, it's the theme of the podcast, systems, processes. A lot of them tend to have a lot of systems and processes that didn't happen overnight. But what's always nice to know is in order for an advisor to step into their new roles or start to take on new marketing expenses, look at uh, new ways of generating business, maybe virtually as opposed to -to face-to-face, as we've learned over the last two years, they always want to know what successful advisors are doing and can it be repeatable. And so a lot of those advisors tend to find a lot of success doing the same systems and processes that have been helping a lot of the advisors we serve and not not having to rely on being the the guinea pig, I guess you can say, of doing that process for the first time because they've seen it done maybe somewhere five states away with another advisor firm that we work with, but now they can step into that role and realize, okay, so there's light at the end of this tunnel. But now you say all these systems, they they work. Systems work. It's the people who fail. Tell me about that. Yeah. So systems work. People fail. Uh, Back in March of 2021, I ended up doing a quick webinar for my advisors. So it was about 25 minutes or so of a webinar that I pinpointed out of four to five resources. So for those advisors that shared the same four to five resources amongst the the, the opportunities that InsureMark utilizes, those advisors who did, uh, now this is in our terms, uh, $5 million of annuity business for a calendar year. So each one of them, what was interesting is they all had the same processes within those four to five resources as one another. And so I did a quick little systems work people fail, uh, catchy tagline, for getting my advisors to maybe hop on that webinar and to listen to what resources those advisors are using. And then the fifth resource, as I reveal during that webinar, was basically what helped those advisors scale from doing $5 million of annuity business up to $10 million, or $10 million plus to 20 and so forth. So putting together a quick little webinar really just showing it all cards on the table. Here's the playbook. And you can tell me based off of this, do you have all of these processes in your business? And if not, maybe there's something that we can help complement what they're doing. Is every advisor the right fit for you in this process? Well, I would say not every advisor is the right fit because in our industry, especially some of those individuals they tend to maybe just, they're, they're do-it-yourselfers. So they'll go, they just need a little more cash. So everybody out there just wants a little more cash. That that advisor group typically isn't the right fit for what InsureMark and, and Jeremy tried to bring to the table because we're all about relationships and we're really about investing in the advisors. So instead of us, uh, for example, instead of us maybe throwing additional dollars at an advisor firm and say, hey, you go figure it out, what we would rather do is go invest in those resources that are already proven because we know as a return on investment, we know that those resources work for our advisors. It's figuring out who's the right fit to put into that system. And then from there, it's just putting gasoline on the fire 
and watching that advisor's business just excel based on them utilizing a similar system that maybe Peter or John or somebody else across the state is already using. What are some of the characteristics, though, of these advisors that really would excel with this? Well, I would say for one, they have to be confident. I can't say that. That's probably the number one thing. They have to be very confident in what they're currently doing, very good with time management, um, able to adjust to technology. That Those are some, some of the top three, I would say. But uh, confidence, time management, and able to adjust to technology because all of us share the same thing. We only have 24 hours in a day. And what I find is for certain advisors, um, maybe they're able to get one to two extra appointments a day as opposed to somebody else. But it's not always about getting in front of more people. It's about converting those prospects to clients and really having a good sales system and process to get the customer through that customer experience to become a customer. So I'd say those are probably the three key components into the advisors that work really well with us. All right. And when do you usually start this process with them? Is it from day one or does it take a little bit of time? It definitely takes a little time. I would say for the most part, a lot of the advisors that we work with and some of these individuals I've worked with for over a decade now, some people I may have worked with for the last two, three years, some as short as uh, last month. So everybody is different on their time frame of working with us. And it, it really comes down to the individual. Um, I have, and actually you, you listened to Michael here about... Uh, two episodes ago. So Michael just started with us about six months ago. So uh, middle of 2021. And here he is just hidden uh, pedal to the metal, literally implementing every single resource that we have into his practice that may make sense. And so Michael's doing exceptionally well. He's already off to a great 2022. Um, but then there might be some advisors where they, they watch the systems work, people fail webinar, and they go back to the drawing board, they delay, they don't, they don't reach back out maybe for another month or another two months because when it's all said and done, it's, it's, the systems are there. It's just waiting for the right time for that advisor to actually have the time to implement some of these uh, technology systems. Well, procrastination aside, how long does it usually take realistically for an advisor to start using the systems? Um, I would say, so they can start using them within the first 90 days. So realistically, uh, for instance, like one of the many systems that we are resources we have would be our catalyst platform. So that's leveraging technology, having an opportunity to automatically drip email, uh, stay in front of their customers on their current clients, but also for all the marketing efforts they're doing, they can send out emails to prospects and also attract a new individual into maybe raising their hand to want to have a conversation with our advisors. So for that particular resource and just adding all the names into the, the actual CVS drive. So now I'm getting a little technical, but uploading that information into the computer and being able to strategically drop uh, emails consistently to these prospects the advisor may need to learn that technology. So I'd say realistically to effectively be doing um, automatic email within our system, I'd say probably 90 days. But 
then again, I go back to someone like Michael, where <laughs> he surprises me literally within two weeks. Here he is. He already has his first campaign up and out the door. <laughs> so um, I just want to set realistic expectations, but it can always be a little quicker. Do you have, find yourself doing a lot of handholding or are these folks really motivated? Motivated-ish. Um, I would definitely say that's that's there's a certain thing when it comes to a common denominator for those advisors that tend to have better results. Um, you can tell by the timeliness of how often they want to hop on my calendar after they watch the webinar. Mm-hmm. And then the eagerness of, okay, now, now that that's done, can, I, can you point me to X? Let's go to the next process here. And some people, unfortunately, just don't have that eagerness or maybe they, it's just not the right time. So uh, right time in their practice to where they're very occupied in what they're doing. And so I think there is a motivational factor, but so going back to, let's say Pareto systems, that's where a lot of individuals, um, especially advisors, they might spend 80% of their time on efforts to only drive 20% of their actual revenue into their business. And so what we do with our advisors is we really want to focus on what's generating business to their to their bottom line. And with some of these resources that we have, it's leveraging their time more efficiently to where if we're going to put in 80% of our effort into something as an advisor, we want to make sure that that 80% for the advisor is getting in front of the next client or getting in front of their current clients and not necessarily doing the paperwork, not doing the the uh, automatic uh, calling the phones, uh, cold calling individuals or the marketing efforts. We want to make sure that they're maximizing their time in the 24 hours that they have each day to really focus on getting in front of customers and not all the extra stuff behind the scenes that maybe can be generated from somebody else in their office or one of our resources here that they can leverage and then maximize their time more efficiently. Jeremy, are you taking on new advisors? You say you're doing very well. Do you have do you have the space and the time, the bandwidth? The bandwidth. That's that's always the struggle as the years go about. And we definitely are taking on uh, newer advisors. And typically, I, I get a lot of advisors that I work with who might refer somebody else to me that might not be happy with their current situation. I have actually had a handful of advisors reach out to us on LinkedIn, especially since the launch of this podcast. So um, I don't know, maybe podcasting does actually work. Uh, hello, hello, but, hello. Of course it does. All right, I guess a plug for you guys. So, But um, I would definitely say I, I am taking on new advisors, but not as many as I have in the past because there's definitely a loyalty to the advisors that have gotten me to the dance. Um, I definitely want to see them continue to thrive, succeed. So the advisors that I work with, um, I really grow organically. So a lot of the numbers that I might spitball on these podcasts, uh, those numbers are just organic growth for the most part. And maybe I add a couple of advisors to the fold, but not everybody gets access to the advisor mentorship monthly calls that I do with those advisors. So um, there's definitely, I, I have, I guess it's a, a fault of mine to, to what it is. I have a, a loyalty for a lot of the advisors that have helped me over the years, but we're always looking to have conversations with new advisors, but they have to be the right quality, the right mold. And uh, once again, just they have to fit 
that uh, relationship aspect of what we provide to the table and not really just look at us as a transactional business. Tell me about this call. Does Are all the advisors on this? Do they feed off each other? Is there rivalry? Is it a positive rivalry? Well, it's it's definitely camaraderie. So I think that's has a lot to do with the numbers as they continue to grow each and every year. So advisors that are on that monthly call, they get to see the same faces uh, each and every month. They get to see the numbers of what their uh, what their other uh, comrades are doing in different locations all across the country. So there's a competitiveness to that group. So everybody, nobody wants to be the bottom uh, bottom man on the totem pole, but for the most part, um, the camaraderie is good. They get to hear, it's not just Jeremy having the one-on-one conversations. They get to hear how some of these resources and systems are working for uh, Tom or whoever it may be in a different a different state who's already gone through the first 90 days of doing the emails. And so someone who's brand new starting to look into that system, they can see the roadmap paved out to them. So that does, I find, uh, tend to actually excel that individual to want to move forward faster and put more of their time and effort to get that resource up and going, as opposed to just, uh, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it later. So those calls do help with that. Excellent. We've been through a lot of topics here in this really brief uh, podcast. Is there something we have not mentioned that you want to make sure we do? I would, uh, I would just say that for the most part, systems work, people do fail. Um, that, that webinar that I did put together for my team of advisors continues to be a, a huge, uh, tremendous opportunity for advisors that are looking to grow their business. I, looking back, now it's been so it's been actually 12 months. It's been a year since I aired that, that particular webinar and nothing changed. So if I were to do that same webinar presentation today with my advisors, uh, maybe I might add an additional resource, but I wouldn't remove anything that was on there. So that's the relevancy of how these advisors' businesses continue to grow. And if, if they haven't had a chance to already look at that system's work, People fell a webinar recording that's on the advisor mentorship website for those that are members. They can feel free to reach out to me. I've, I've, I'm definitely an open book. I love sharing best practices. Uh, that is a great way to see if some of these resources can maybe help them out in their practice today. And uh, maybe a phone call can come about that. And then a quick question you mentioned systems work, people fail. Suppose an advisor fails. Can he come back and try it again? They can. It just depends. So what I always, the main key core component of systems work people fail is before you think for one second, and this is just, I guess, Jeremy Hauser, how I look at things. The one thing that looking at a resource, if for whatever reason, you're not having success with it, I would look at time has it just not been in, or if you not implemented this long enough in time, or number two, really looking internally. So getting, going to the mirror, looking at yourself and figuring out, did I really give my all into that resource? Because if I'm seeing now 15 to 20 individuals that are having success with the same system, and for whatever reason, nothing ever works for me, and this tends to not work for me either, I mean, there might be a common denominator there, unfortunately, 
And that's where nobody's perfect. I'm the same way. I always have to look at myself first whenever I take on new tasks. And if it's not working, I look internally first before I start blaming the system. So that's really where systems work. People fail. Outstanding. All right, Jeremy, how can advisors reach you? They can reach us on LinkedIn. So just go to Jeremy Hauser, connect with us on there. I share a lot of best practices on LinkedIn, or feel free to go to advisormentorship.com. And you can reach out to our firm, check out that quick video and uh, look forward to hearing from you. And follow this advisor mentorship podcast to get the latest show. Of course, share with colleagues. Uh, They might really appreciate it. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Jeremy on LinkedIn to stay up to date. If you would like to request our introduction kit, feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on Learn More. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark, the advisor mentorship podcast with InsureMark Vice President, Jeremy Hauser.